0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Gabby Ree Show All right, Elijah Allen Blitz. We yep. are here with our our uh, kitchen counter talk that we do in our real lives, but we're just bringing it into a place that we can record it. And um, for really quickly, I always say that you're my go-to. And that's why we do these when it comes to technology. Um, in certain ways, you just have a more intuitive knack for it. You're more interested in it. And a lot of times you disseminate kind of what's been going on. And and then you sit at my kitchen counter and go, oh, did you hear this? Did you know this? And I'm usually <laughs> like, no, I didn't. So this has been a very, very busy kind of, I'd say we haven't recorded about 10 days, eight yeah. days, which is maybe like a year. Apparently. In, uh, in the world of uh, AI and yeah. technology. Yeah. So superficially, uh, maybe two days ago, Elon Musk, he's at a big gathering.
1: (laughs) I've never seen anything like that in my life. So for people who didn't see it, I feel like a lot of people saw it. I think it. the internet saw that, yeah. Yeah, he was at, at what conference? It was called the Deal Books Conference. I think it was put mm-hmm. on like New York Times put it on something like that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. so the New York Times gathers a bunch of very high-powered, fancy intellectual. Yeah, it was like
1: Jamie Dimon from JPMorgan Chase. Like Kamala Harris was there. Yeah. Bob Iger talked right before Elon. And,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and what are they talking about?
1: I mean, they're all talking about their own respective things. Like you know, Bob obviously talking about Disney. Kamala's talking about yeah. But
0: what do I wonder what they're gathering talking about? Evening. I'm just curious. Well, because they're
1: all interviewed individually by. Okay, Aaron so Sorkin. they're
0: interviews. Yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah. so there we go. So yeah. to get clarity, the um, head Bob Iger had been interviewed prior that yeah. day.
1: Yeah, yeah, earlier that day.
0: And yeah. then Elon gets asked by Sorkin, "You know what? Well, what if they want to withhold advertising on X based yeah. on what some of his beliefs or points of view or his, allowing
1: his tweets or his posts." He tweeted, posted, I don't know what you call it now. He, yeah. posted, he posted something and uh, and it was like perceived as anti-Semitic. He actually in the same interview apologized for it. He yeah. said that it was, it was said it was, maybe he said, I think he said it up there with the worst tweets of his like One of the worst things he'd said publicly. Yeah. Something like that. That so, is
0: the problem with technology too, though, with being able to say something. And if you don't articulate it correctly yeah. or you didn't mean it that way or you're, you were misinformed, whatever the million reasons are that you get it wrong and then you blast it out there. Yeah. Um, okay. So he apologized, whatever, but then Sorkin asked him, well, what if they, you know, and then he proceeded Just what I thought it was interesting. He said, oh, do you say blackmail me with money? Yeah.
1: He said, you, you think you can blackmail me with money? Yeah. yeah. The way
0: he said money, yeah. I was like, oh, he looks at money differently than other people yes, looks he at does. money. Yes, he does. Yeah. Cause the way he said money, it was like, a, a red, a red rock, yeah. you know, he's like, you're going to blackmail me, me with money. With money? Yeah. Like this stupid thing, money. Yeah, and then he said, "I would say go fuck yourself." Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then, he, and then he, everyone just silenced.
0: And then he repeated.
1: Yeah, because well, then even Aaron Sorkin kind of glitches. <laughs> he's like, "Wait, what?" And then he's just like, "Let me be clear. Go fuck yourself." Yeah, then, like, actually, yeah, it was anyway. That and happened.
0: then he did say, "Hi, Bob."
1: Yeah. After right,
0: yeah. who was in the audience apparently? Yeah. Uh, what do you think about that?
1: I mean, that that's like a whole rabbit hole because it's like there's I don't know there's so many elements to that and like I know people involved so I kind of don't want to comment because it's like I haven't talked to anybody into, specifically about okay. it so it's like in some ways it can be perceived as disrespectful in some ways it's also like kind of amazing that somebody's standing up for their right to say whatever they want and just really not giving a shit so that's kind of amazing in the way that he did it it's there was I don't know they I, I can't Oh, can you imagine? I, I just can't. Yeah, it's it's crazy.
0: You feel like those rooms have a gentleman's agreement, too. Exactly. That's Like, what we're used, all yeah. going to play by the rules. You see this
1: at UFC fights and reality shows, but not there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, and that's what kind of was, was amazing. Um, but also, I don't know. I, 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 like, I can only comment on that from, like, it, again, it's, this isn't about technology. Anyway, this is, like, you know, just, yeah. like, oh, my God, did you see that shit? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
0: And I can't help but, like, there's certain things like Elon Musk, I feel like he's playing all the fields, if I could be honest. Like, I feel like he's playing like, oh, he's a rebel, but I actually feel like he's right in there. How does he have these SpaceX contracts Uh and Tesla, which is part of the, like, battery-powered vehicles? Yeah. Like, I feel like he's playing a lot of fields.
1: Yeah. He actually said in the same interview, he was like, just if you took the supercharging network from Tesla Mm -hmm. and just spun it off as his own separate company, it would be in the Fortune 500. Right. Like, it would be up there with one of the most successful companies in history. Just that one part of Tesla.
0: Yes. But like, he also has, like, government contracts. That, but That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. so I just – for me, that's what I find fascinating yeah. about him. Obviously, he's a smart and creative person who thinks in a different way than anyone else. Yeah. And, and how things are connected. But he's one of the few where I feel like he's a good guy and a bad guy. Like, I feel like he's all of it.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. It's It's very – Again, the Walter Isaacson biography is really mm. enlightening in that respect because you see all sides. It's yes. definitely not painted in any light. It is like he does this incredible shit, and then yeah. it also goes into what uh his ex-wife called demon mode
0: yeah
1: and it was just so it's 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 like listen, this is a lot yeah, and he even says that in the thing I think Aaron asked him something like uh you said it's like a storm inside of your mind mm. and he's like but and he, and he he said publicly he's like no, but nobody if they knew it it was like, nobody would want to be me yeah. Yeah,
0: and I think that's true of a lot of really successful people. Yeah. We see the the highlight reels, we see all the success, we see the, okay, they're driven everywhere, um, you know, they're flying everywhere, they're wearing whatever, and we don't realize there's a real cost for certain things. And it's I think it just comes back to our values. I don't think Elon Musk has a choice. I think the guy's on a mission. He came with a certain brain, and he's the guy, mm-hmm. and if he. That's what he's doing. Yeah. But I think when people think, oh, I'd like to do that, it's like, no, you weren't born
1: to do that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: you yeah. know?
1: That's how he started off his SNL monologue. He was like, so I'm like, re- you know, sending rockets into space and like revolutionizing electric cars. Did you really think I was going to be a nice, chill guy? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> seriously. No. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. yeah. No. Um,
0: in these ways, when I do, I try never not to compare myself with people, but yeah. on the, sometimes when I look at other people, especially ones that are really successful, I think- I, I realized that if I have the ability to quiet my mind, to be true to what really feels good to me, and it's pretty, it's way more simple than what a lot of successful have, people have. Um, and that doesn't mean good or bad. It just means like, I actually would like to go to bed early. I don't really want to be out doing fabulous things yeah. or wearing, I mean, it's great. And maybe I talk myself out of it. You don't realize this cause you're a guy, but as a very large woman, I talked to myself out of all cute things. Cause none of it fits. Oh, got it. Right, so you go to the store. I'm like, oh, that's not important to me. Maybe it just got beat out of me. (laughs) So I just like to identify
1: (laughs) that, like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) yeah. yeah. (laughs) So that could be. Yeah, you're like that's not a priority. Yeah, Yeah. I don't care
0: about that. It's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shoes, I don't need shoes. (laughs) Fucking long pants, don't worry about it. (laughs) but um but i i do realize that like what really makes me feel good inside is pretty quiet yeah. and pretty unsexy yeah. and not so public yeah. um but anyway i i see that but it, he does intrigue me because i do feel like a lot of times uh people you feel like they sort of are you know do it, like they're farming and they're doing you know b- regenerative this and they all these and that's things. Thing, and then like, you have yeah. a guy over here who's like a VC and they're trying to beat the system and yeah. take a dollar down and just crush the middle you know, class. And it's all very clear. Yeah. And I feel like he's just kind of all, all, over, the all place. over the place. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting, which makes him dynamic.
1: Very. Um, and, and actually something, because it was interesting, you know, they gave, yeah, I think, you know, Bob had like 30 minutes, uh, Jamie Dimon, the guy that CEO from NVIDIA had 30 minutes, Kamala Harris had 40 minutes. Elon had an hour and a half. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, they had
0: to get in those corridors. Well, I'm,
1: I don't know if they like allotted that or did it just kept going. I don't know what happened, but it's just so interesting to see the drastic, like the, even the vice president. They're like, "Yeah, cool, we'll give you 45 minutes." Elon,
0: Kamala Harris, Kamala was there. She could probably barely connect it for 30 minutes.
1: I, I don't know, but I'm just saying that it was. Just was some, she was she medicated? I didn't watch it. Yeah, okay. I didn't watch it. Oh, no, you didn't? No. Okay.
0: Didn't
1: there was a bunch. Of, I haven't watched all of them, but it, but you know, our, Elon's thing. I, you know, I watched Bob's thing, and Jensen, the CEO from NVIDIA, it's that was kind of amazing, too. Really? Yeah, because it, he talked about going with Elon and going to the office of OpenAI seven years ago and giving them their first supercomputer. It was like they built this super... NVIDIA makes chips. Yeah, know, no, yeah, yeah. Computer chips. Um, and he there's a video of him actually like handing them the first...
0: Seven years ago? Seven years
1: ago, the first supercomputer. So th- that
0: brings me to a segue... So Elon yeah. originally thought, okay, I'm going to basically, for a better way of saying it, democratize.
1: Yeah, I'm going to create a company called OpenAI. So yeah. it's open. Mm-hmm. And he actually said, he was like, what, how do you phrase it? He was like, this is basically if you went to start a rainforest protection company and you started the company and you left, and then you go back and all of a sudden the company is turned into a, a logging company and are destroying the rainforest. <laughs> He's like, that's how I feel.
0: Yeah, because Microsoft, they needed cash. Yeah. How did they not have
1: to tell him? I, I don't know if he, I mean, he's probably a very busy guy, you know, so I'm sure he had a lot going on. He probably, How much
0: did he originally put into the company? Do you know? Uh,
1: I think it was a hundred million, but there's some strange <laughs> thing because it's set up as a, as a uh, nonprofit. It was yeah, originally sure. set up as a nonprofit. So all these people put in money. I think it was the equivalent of a billion over a few different people, but they didn't get all of it or something like there was some strange okay. contingency. And anyway, what happened was then, yeah, they needed cash like you were saying. And mm-hmm. so they, then they, they started a separate open AI corp or something like that which is the for profit side and microsoft could then invest people others others could invest into it and they did and it's interesting that they set the cap on that at uh they said you can only get 100x year return that's what they said that was the cap on it and they actually <sighs> this can go we can go down a deep rabbit hole but since sam has been fired and rehired they've now taken the cap off and now it's every year plus that 100% you get an additional 20% Okay. Crazy. So yeah.
0: let's, let's go to yeah. Sam Altman. Yeah. Created. He was, he was, he was the, C, he's the CEO to be the CEO yeah, for Elon founder. And he's and, saying, yeah. I'm not doing this for profit. Right.
1: That's what he's been saying.
0: That's I, I use yeah. the word he's yep. been saying. I didn't say it's factual
1: yep.
0: Yep. Uh, so far what it looks like. Yeah. But he has his own money already. He, he has does. some he, money. Yeah, he, he, he only you know, has a couple hundred million. Right? Yeah, yeah,
1: he does. Yeah. He started Y or uh, helped run Y Combinator.
0: Okay. Yeah. So he has a couple hundred million. Totally. He's not a billionaire trillionaire, yep. but yeah, yep. let's say. Yeah. Hypothetically.
1: People have theories, yeah. Yes.
0: So he so in in this time of going out, did he make the decision to go get the money from Microsoft?
1: I don't know if it was him or like him with a group collect, but yeah, there's some somewhere in there. Him they and collect, a
0: lawyer and an accountant.
1: Yeah, or in the rest of the team. I mean, I'm sure that it wasn't just Sam on his own. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a yeah, a team. Okay. That are like, we're gonna go get additional funding. Cause we need, I mean, it takes Super computers, like a lot of them you yeah know? yeah and
0: where do they where do they house these things like how big are they oh
1: they're normal they're the size of the house yeah i mean what, I mean, does, that mean? It's, it's what does that mean on, it's like refrigerator size units like stacked on stack on top of each other and yeah.
0: where do they house them do you know i don't know
1: but it's pr- gotta it, be something and cold. you have to keep
0: it cool to, yeah, right cool, yeah interesting yeah so sam altman they boot them. tell me what happens microsoft comes in they give them how much do they give them? do you know
1: I think their investment is up to 11 billion right now.
0: Up to 11 billion. I think
1: that's where they're at right now. And they're probably going to put in more. I think other people would put in more if they could, because everybody sees the potential of this. So, But Aren't there
0: other companies or are these guys the most, are they the furthest along?
1: They're definitely the furthest along. Publicly the furthest along. There's rumors that Google has a model called Gemini Mm -hmm. and they keep pushing the release date back. It was supposed to come this month. Now it's going to come in early 2024, they say. Apparently, they're saying Gemini is better. Um, That's what everyone's been saying. But nobody's, it hasn't been released publicly, so people can't judge that yet.
0: How do people protect, if you don't know, I'm i am sorry, I'm asking this type of question, okay. but how do people protect um, this information? Like if I work at OpenAI and I understand it, what took us three years to figure out how, what keeps somebody, an engineer, what, I don't even know what the person's occupation is that does this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: from going to a Google until you want to jumpstart. I'll save you four years, five years, like what happens there?
1: Well, that was part of the interesting thing that happened at OpenAI. So I I think we should just rewind just in case everyone doesn't know the story. No, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. So so Sam Altman, November 17th. It was like right after we recorded, whenever we last recorded the podcast, we were talking about like OpenAI Dev Day and all this amazing stuff. And wow, cool. And all of a sudden that Friday, boom, Sam Altman is fired. From OpenAI. And everyone's like, wait, what? You took this company from $100 million to $90 billion valuation, and you're firing the CEO? Who like, fired him? The board. OpenAI. Whoa. Yeah. It was comprised of this guy, Ilya, uh, two women, and this one other guy.
0: And um, only the head of the board didn't agree to vote for this. Isn't this right? I think I feel like I read uh, this. No. Uh,
1: well, I, I don't know if he was the head of the board, because Sam was on the board.
0: No, but I think it was the head of the board...
1: There's another that, guy yeah, um, who
0: was the only one who said no. Yeah,
1: he was the one. It, he it, so basically the there's so there's six board members total, I guess, and uh, four of them, uh, Ilya and these four other people, they were the ones that decided they went separately from uh, Sam and I believe his name is Ben. He's the, another one of the co-founders, mm-hmm. and and they went separately and were like, whatever. They decided whatever they said. So what
0: Microsoft got to them and said, oh
1: we no, definitely not Microsoft. Okay, Microsoft uh, stock actually. Went down when this was announced because everyone knows how tied Microsoft's success is to OpenAI. So it's it like it was unbelievable the timing. So it goes like Friday, he's fired. Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" So Sunday, or sorry, Saturday, it's like, "Okay, they're gonna put in this uh, other co-founder there's a woman named Mira Maradi, and she's gonna be the CEO." It ends up that she actually wants Sam to come back as CEO. So they find that out, and they're like, "Never mind, Mira is not the CEO." So on Sunday, then they're like, "Actually, Sam is gonna go to Microsoft." And, and, and his other co-founder who was like the president at the time, I got to look up this guy's name. Cause he's also very smart. Um, and they're like, all right, he's going to go to Microsoft. And then uh, Monday after it's like, Oh, Sam's going to Microsoft. Then he, I think Sam sends out a tweet and is like, I love all the open AI employees. Anyway, 700 of the 750 open AI employees all reply to the tweet. And they like retweet it, including this woman Mira. And they're like, we love you. Like basically standing in solidarity. And so the, the thing was they would not, they were they were gonna go wherever Sam went. Essentially, was what has been. But
0: if he's going to Microsoft, yeah, you're gonna take over 700 employees to Microsoft.
1: Yeah, because Microsoft was like, we're gonna give you unlimited money. Like you're gonna you can do whatever you want. You just you, you guys have all the power. You guys know what to do. This is to your question about like why does the employee not just if they know the secrets why don't they it yeah. to somebody else? This was this is all the employees banded together because they know the power of whatever it is that they're creating. And they're saying like, no. Not only are we with Sam, but we're together. We're moving as a collective unit, and like, talk about bargaining power. So it goes from uh, Sam is fired. So there's like, you realize that there's, there's all internal workings, and it's confusing. And then all of a sudden, Sam's going to Microsoft. Oh, never mind. Uh, Sam's coming back to OpenAI, and now Sam is back as the CEO of OpenAI, with everybody still not fired. Only the board has been replaced. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> So so yeah. yeah so, that's the short version. I swear to you there's a lot more.
0: But d- so am I clear that uh, uh, to this date he does not have ownership? Yes. You're something about this as yeah. Yeah, you wondering.
1: Yes, it does. I mean and it also Part of why this Elon thing was relevant to this is because later in that interview, and I feel like the whole, like, go fuck yourself, like, overshadowed this other thing that he said, which was really important, was uh, Sorkin asked him about, do you think these companies are training on copywritten data, which they all claim to not be, Mm -hmm. right? And he goes, they all are. They're lying to you. Elon said that bluntly. He goes, no, no, you're an absolute lie. They're All training on copywritten data. He goes, but don't worry, because by the time this all gets worked out in the courts, we're going to have a digital god. What? Yeah, that's what he said. It was it was one of those you moments. Mean like, I was like a
0: digital judge to decide it all. Like, I, what does that mean?
1: I mean, I can tell you what I think it means. Yeah. I, I, th- I mean, he's meaning when we get to like what we talked about, AGI, artificial general intelligence. Yes. When you get to that point, it's the end of democracy because you have something a billion times smarter than the smartest human. Why are you going to have elections? It's the end of capitalism.
0: So what does that mean? You're going to have this thing run the country?
1: Run the world.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> I mean that's first that's, that's first what I think you're saying. First I mean, of
0: all, okay, but first of all, like you hear already about the big push for digital currency. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Right. Scan your eyeball and here we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? That
1: was conversation. I yeah. mean
0: Australia's way, to, you know, working on it. China's already, you know.
1: Well, and Sam Altman has an idea for, well, I mean they have one yeah. that they're trying. And, to And
0: and they say it's either going to be through convenience through fear and uh I can't remember what the third thing like how they would coerce us into doing it I listen I imagine again and I'm you know sort of a generation or two older than you that it, parts of these things are inevitable it'd be like people being like against credit cards however many years ago I do think it's different, it's definitely different. when uh for example the January 6th thing they were like trying to Look on the cameras and see who was there, and then say, like, take their assets and stuff away, like, before anything, you know, freeze their assets and do all the stuff. So, and again, I know it's inevitable. I know they've dropped the year in which we're merging, you know, from uh, 2040 to 2000 or 2050 to 2040. It's probably going to be sooner.
1: Ray, Kurz, Ray Kurzweil is said 2030 for the last 30 years.
0: Merging with man, merging with technology is what I'm saying. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah.
0: But all right, all right. I just, and I understand, but oh, I'm not so convinced that the people who like to be in control and like to be in power do a great job. It's like all the best people that would do it don't want that job. That's, it's like I always say, if you... If I want, I wouldn't care if you drop by my house unannounced. Those are the people that never come by my house. And it's the people who would come by unannounced. Those are the people I don't want coming over. And anybody who wants to be a leader and be in charge and I'm the smartest guy. And listen, Bill Gates, for me, it's like, why is he an expert on anything other than something in technology? Why does that guy talk about health? Why is he talking about meat? Why did he buy all the farmland? Like, Holy shit. Like, I know you think you're smart, but it is a God complex or you, you're like, listen, you guys, peasants, I'll tell you how it should go. And so that's what concerns me.
1: But that's, that's what the whole, Elon's point was about this digital God. And that's what the whole idea is. That's why I say, if you really follow these steps and think about where this goes, democracy is done because you're not going to have anybody who's trying to take power even close to it because you're going to have something that's a billion times smarter than any human that exists.
0: So what does that mean?
1: We don't know. It's an event horizon that we cannot see beyond. It's. I also think that it's the end of capitalism because it's not gonna be like, oh, we're just gonna distribute. It's like, you if you're gonna have something that can just predict markets and like change at all data and anything that's encrypted is just definitely valueless, then this there, there, there's, there's gonna need to be a new system in place to distribute, you know, what? scarcity. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and so that that was the digital god comment. I think I think that's where it's it's coming from, um, and also the like the closing the not closing the loop. It kind of opens all this Pandora's box, but it closes the loop onto the theories of why Sam was fired, which is the, these larger implications. Is because something was leaked to Reuters that he he came out the day before he was fired and said, "I just saw something at OpenAI where he said some quote like." We just pushed the veil of ignorance back in the frontier of knowledge forward, mm-hmm. something like that. And anyway, the next day he's fired and everyone's kind of speculating on what did he see and was that part of why he's fired? Reuters last week um, leaked, it wrote a whole article and it's in Reuters, so it's not like a Reddit yeah. form. And uh, they leaked, the, it's a leaked document from <laughs> from OpenAI and it said, uh, it was a, called a project called Q-Star, mm-hmm. nothing to do with QAnon. Yeah. Yeah. Q, little symbol star, mm-hmm. Q-Star. And- Again, this is speculation, and we're recording this December 2nd, 2023, so yeah. we could be way off. But the theory is of what Q star m- is means is that it basically that the machines are doing math and not doing math like a calculator and we input like this mm-hmm. thing that is actually coming up with its own equations. Remember, like when we talked with Spiros and he solved one of those like impossible problems? Yeah, This would be like the machines doing that on their own. Mm-hmm. And if that's real, which we don't know if that's real, if that's real, then that is the end of anything to do with math. (laughs) Because anything that's encrypted that has to do with numbers, basically, we built our society on the foundation of numbers and math. Yeah, sure. That's all done. If that's real.
0: What does it go to? Because someone like me with my basic brain in this area well i don't know what that means
1: it it just means that there is a thing out there where anything that you think is encrypted your bank accounts oh yeah yeah, like it's all just open uh, the blockchain yeah so that could mean the value of all bitcoin just goes to zero because the whole thing behind the blockchain is unhackable right but this nothing's unhackable anything that's encrypted if this thing is right how do you feel about that i mean i in some ways i'm like Like, I come back to pay attention, you know, pay attention. Like, we, this in some ways, this should be one of the top three things on every news site that's reporting on anything right now. We should all be talking about this and paying attention because we also don't know if this is real. Yeah, Again, we're recording this right now. We're only, this is the information we have. And, like, stuff is coming out. Sam actually did come out two days ago, and they asked him about it. And he just said it was an unfortunate leak. So he didn't say it wasn't, wasn't real. True. Yeah, he said it wasn't. Well, like,
0: I wish we could ask him where he's done with his money and where he puts his stuff because he knows something. I always think about that. You know, I'm like yeah. these Sergey and Larry yeah. and all these guys. I'm like, where do they put their money? It's a great question. Because they all know. It's a great question. They know yeah. when they go to Davos, those guys, yeah. they're they all like, you know, everyone goes, oh, your bank and this and that. I'm like, oh, we just get led around by bad information. Let's ask these guys. They know. Where is it? They probably, you know what they do? They probably have a bunch of farms and cows and generators. (laughs) And we're going back to like Atlas Shrugged and we're going to be exchanging eggplants for, you know. Yeah.
1: So somebody when this Q-Star thing came out, somebody some computer scientist went on Twitter and they're like, if Q Star means what it says it means, then basically the whole open AI drama was just a diversion to make everyone not pay attention to the fact that all the employees just cashed out from the open AI accounts and went and bought seven years worth of ammunition yeah. and groceries. Water <laughs> and <laughs> yeah.
0: whatever. Yeah. They're like, peace. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. yeah. Like that, this is a this is why I laugh. Like people are on TikTok yeah. and they're on Instagram. It's like, listen. You're still going to need sleep. Yeah. You are going to need food. I can appreciate that they think they're going to 3D print it or do whatever. That's not how we're built.
1: Yeah, feed you intravenously like Wally or something like that. I don't, I don't know what they I mean, think. I don't, I don't know where.: not know. Isn't
0: goes. it funny if we just go full circle and go back to... This podcast is brought to you by Ritual. I've personally been taking Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin since right when COVID hit, I was looking for something supportive and powerful. Someone suggested it to me and lo and behold, I got, I did some research. And what I love about them is, so women were kept out of research until 1993 by federal law. And Ritual really knows how important women are. Obviously, if you're going to be selling them vitamins, they're essential. And they conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their essential for eight women 18 plus multivitamin to really assess its efficacy, so right there I was intrigued, and even more intrigued by the results. It increased vitamin D, which is what I was looking for, by levels up to forty-three percent, and omega-three DHA, so important levels, by forty-one percent, and that was just in twelve weeks. So they take the time and energy to figure out, hey, you know, does this work, and is it going to be good for these women? And not to mention that what they do is so smart. They they kind of hone in on nine key nutrients and they put it in two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption. So if you're gonna spend the time, energy to really you know, navigate taking supplements, everything is bioavailable, your body can absorb it and don't know what to do and it's really gentle on your, on your stomach. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, I have an empty stomach or after food or before food. They just take away all of those pressure points and make it as easy as possible and give you comfort in knowing also that, Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free, they're a certified B Corp, and all of their ingredients are made traceable. Don't get me started on the nice little finished touch of the minty kind of aftertaste that they put in it. I mean, they've really thought about everything. So if, you've, if you're if you interested, if you're in need, no more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust You will get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash Gabby. If you want to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today, that's ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L dot com slash Gabby to get 25% off your first month. Go way back to just to the basics again.
1: It's totally honest. Larry will
0: be like, yeah. I own 75 wells. Yeah, right. It'll be like, amazing.
1: <laughs> Listen, it's one of those things that's absolutely not off the table right now.
0: I'm so glad I'm kind of married to somebody who still has a foot into being a caveman. For sure. 100%. It's like, great. He can drive the car yeah. and he does know how to communicate yeah. in a high polish way. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, and I think I've told
1: you that. Yeah, 100%. I remember during COVID, it was like, he and I were just like, okay, we like the first, you know, few weeks and we did not know what was going on. We just like got together. And went, okay. So if they actually shut down all the grocery stores, we're going to get in the Hummer, drive through the, the, the store.
0: <laughs> we had a whole plan. Yeah. And Larry yeah. knows exactly what to focus on. For sure. He's not For fucking sure. around with like no. any whatever. He knows around. exactly yeah. what to yeah. focus on. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. He used to tell our friend Ron, he's like, we should create something called friends in the end. And, uh, end, yes. yeah, he's You'll like because, because yeah. Ron is, was, you know, very powerful and wealthy know stuff, but Laird used to say, Ron, Ronnie, you're going to want to know me a lot more than I'm going to need to know you if the shit really hits the fan. And I think about that all the time. And this goes back to my, I think my simple mind, yeah. which is why have we complicated it so deeply? And I understand the urge because it's fun and it's sexy, you know, big, tall buildings and,
1: oh, it's, it's deeply ingrained in us. To push the frontier.: Yes, of yeah, course, go, it's
0: wonderful, yeah. but then I think there needs to be self-reasoning and restraint to know when we've pushed outside the realm of necessity yeah into this is fun yeah, it's not it's not real. Yeah. it's not necessary. We don't I don't have to have a Birken bag. Yeah. Um, it's fun. Yeah. it's cute, yeah. I guess, but it's I guess it's this thing, and we've really lost touch, like how many followers do you have, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay I mean, and we're, for some people, it's we're, their you, job, but we're, we're
1: in that world that you just described right now. I know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And so, like, the, one of the theories is that, like, the only way out of it is through.
0: I know. So, we have to keep We're going to burn ourselves out through yeah. so that we're back down. I'm going to be wearing some weird wool clothing and got a hoe, and I'll be f- farming. <laughs> like, Vikings. Seriously. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> God,
0: itchy clothing.
1: <laughs> or not. Or or you have really nice clothing, but we're still out in with, like, it's really comfortable. Performance fabric. Something. Yeah. Yeah. 3D printing. Well, we under- have power. I would imagine.
0: Okay. So that interview with Michael Schellenberger, where he talks about how ultimately right now, the way we have it set up with alternative power, we will create a larger footprint Mm -hmm. than the stuff that we are supposedly is so bad for us. Yeah. And I'm very interested in that. Yeah. I think people really need to get informed, including myself, about this really big and weird and loud push on the environment. Yeah because certain data doesn't line up and we have improved in certain ways, especially over 50 years, 60 years um, that they never talk about. And I think we are also immobilizing an entire generation of young adults to thinking that we're in doomsday. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I think the doomsday is something else. I don't know that it's that. And it's, yeah.
1: It's coming from the environment. Yeah. Yeah. The end of the world would probably be more, much more likely in a shorter timeline, be from nuclear weapons. Yeah, or be a war. like this. Yeah, yeah.
0: and yeah. all of us losing our minds. Yeah, yeah. And when he said something, he goes, the, the, some of these ideologies and beliefs are that of a depressed person. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Meaning a depressed culture. For sure. Right? Yeah. And, it's um, like
1: Arthur Brooks, you know, when he talks mm, about happiness, like the, the inability to see a positive future.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I want to com- combat that. Yeah. And I don't want to be like, you know, yelling from windows. I just, I feel like if we can all just be the best version of ourselves. Okay. So this leads me to one last thing and then we'll move on. Um, Laird and I were talking and I, I did this thing in front of a group of female entrepreneurs, really interesting. And I, I said, you know, I feel like women need to come together. Um, great, pow- strong, powerful group of women. And I said, but I feel like when we gather, of course we need to support one another, but I think we need to be speaking in solutions not in the problem. I think we all kind of know what the problems are. And this whole notion of fair or things fair, I go, by the way, you know, like we used to joke with Don Wildman, fair is at the fairground, right? But also for us to recognize it swings in my favor too. Mm-hmm. Life is unfair in my favor right. so often. Yeah. And Lair goes, oh, well, uh, you know, Sidguru is talking about the most irresponsible. And listen, I'm not saying people don't have true... Anxiety or things happening. I'm not suggesting that, but that the most irresponsible thing we can do is to be depressed. Mm. That the most responsible thing that we could do as human beings is play. Mm. Because then what you're saying is, I have this life and I actually know how special it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna play. Yeah. And and to have that joy towards it. It doesn't mean that uh, schedules aren't happening. You know me. You see me in an everyday world. I'm not walking around here, you know, with balloons and being like, yay, and yeah. you know. Um, but it it's having the the playfulness, the joy of that is your life. Yeah. And I, when you said that, I thought, oh, that's so, it's such an interesting approach.
1: Yeah. Do you ever hear a guy named Yak Penset Penske? Mm. Uh, he did the study on rats where he actually found he could tickle rats and really? they laugh. Yeah.
0: No, really? Yeah. He's
1: amazing. Jordan Peterson talks about him. But okay. Yeah. I, I actually got to meet him and, um, before he died. And anyway, he talks about how play is actually one of the most evolved traits of any species. It's like when something gets to the evolutionary point of like plays, yeah. we know that thing is advanced. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, so yeah, there's a lot to that. Well, especially like, you know, working with kids, it's just like, uh, that's all it is. It's just like, it's, I think
0: we can keep learning yeah. and re- being reminded by them because yeah, I think they exactly. come into the world right. Yes. And just the way we get bent around. For
1: sure. And we also would like, if the goal is to be happy and you look in a kid's eyes, like, yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. yeah you teach, I'm not going to teach you. You teach me. Yeah. Like, where are we going? That's interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah
0: and still being curious. And, and uh, so I I just want to put that out there because it's just more of an invitation of that reminder. That's all I I need to be reminded all the time,
1: the reminder of play. And then also, like you said, the whole, you know, doomsday scenario, it's just, again, I think it's as simple as just pay attention.
0: Yeah. And I think it isn't unfair because you are literally listening when you're younger. I feel like you take things so literally when you're 11, 12, all the way to maybe early twenties. And then you start to learn Oh, not everything is as it seems, but that stuff goes in you at a young age and can stay with you. Absolutely. And I think we have to be really responsible about these messages, um, you know, and that we're all against each other and all this stuff. It's like, no, I think we all actually, because I don't know about you, but my interactions throughout my day is, I feel, I feel an exchange of love with strangers all the time. For sure. You know, for sure which brings me to you introduced me to a really special person sarah i won't say her last name and um her family her husband her children and um she gifted me this um <laughs> this experience and for
1: people listening if yeah, you listen she, she if, you, to me too. if you yeah, yeah so yeah. if you
0: if you um listen to my podcast you know i'm i feel like i'm a very i mean hyper grounded person. Um, and, uh, I, have actually never done, you and I are very different in this way. I've actually never done a psychedelic journey. You're like, what, let's do it.
1: You know? um, <laughs> well, okay. I mean, I'm, i come from that. So I'm like thoroughly researched. Yeah. But, but yeah, definitely, yeah, no, I'm it's good. great.
0: Yeah. 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 It's not uh, just
1: like, go, let's go. Do no, 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 no. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. Set and setting. Just be clear. Yeah, you yeah. even know like what vitamins to take. So you're not, de- you know, <laughs> tapped out. <laughs> I get it. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, so you went before me, yeah. Okay. And to this gentleman, it's it's okay to say his I name, think isn't so, it? Yeah. Okay. Peter Evans. And um you you said, Oh, you know, you call me and you go, You gotta make this, a, you gotta make your appointment. And I was like, actually, I did. I'm going today, was and we talked that's about it. Right, and you right. didn't say anything to me. Yeah. You go, yo, <laughs> call me when you're done. And I was like, Yeah, okay, whatever. But because I really do uh, there's something about Sarah, I trust her yeah. naturally. And her husband kept saying, You've gotta yeah. do it. And there's something about him I trust. Yeah, you too. know. And so anyway, so I, uh, I go there and I sit with Peter Evans and I want people to know, like, again, I, there's a part of me and I'm doing my best. I think I've done it a little bit as a parent and as a partner, I really am trying to surrender. I genuinely am. It is very hard for me to do in certain ways. I I don't like to like let my hands off the wheel, but I, it's like, okay, I'm living in faith. I'm trying, um, we're not going to get into faith right now. Sorry, Katie. Um, (laughs) is but it is a sense of letting go okay i'm working on it all the time so i go and peter's like tell me about your life and so i give him some things and why i wanted to go of course not only was a gift it was like hey i always have problems with my knees my quads are so bad if i ever get worked on and l said to me this is not tissue this is emotional what's whatever this is that you have going on and i think i've had a life of this So I'm very interested in unearthing the root of this thing that I have. So I was like, okay. So he said, all right. And I told him about, you know, for those of you listening, I didn't always live with my parents. My dad died when I was five. I lived with my aunt and Uncle Joe. Um, My father's from Trinidad. And my grandfather was the doctor for the port of Spain. Um, But my grandfather's grandfather was a slave from Barbados. Okay. So um, obviously you can't tell from my appearance. It's not the point. and then some other things. My mom certainly, uh, you know, did the best she could, but maybe not the most reliable. So we get into it and he, he tells me. Then he says, all right, we're going to do some breathing. And he kind of taps you here and there. And he's like, oh, you don't breathe at all from your lower lungs. And um, you're doing everything through your will. And I was like, oh, buddy, you have no idea.
1: <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah.
0: And he said, you know, it's all in your, your legs are wooden. It's like they're old man legs. And so I was like, yeah, no kidding. And he goes, You're trying to also carry out family things, missions um, that aren't really yours. And so he invited me to ask certain missions that maybe were not mine, family lineage, you know, and you know, thank you, but you can go now. And all of a sudden, um, I almost started, I mean, I it's not crying. When they say weeping, it's just tears. Mm a release yeah and every time he would go to tip me back so you do these it's for those of you listening it's like you bend over you breathe um you let it out you breathe you let it out and then on the last one he'll say hold and then he'll kind of tip you back and right before you're st- i go from sitting straight up to back i get this panic because i know i'm going to feel out of control because you do yeah. like all of a sudden because i i don't know kind of where i am yeah. And then he invited me to ask my father to, you know, thank you. I'm sorry you left early to leave my aunt Norette, you know, all these things. And he said, you know, your mom was flying maybe too close to the sun. So you grounded yourself. And he's like, you're not using your wings Mm. at all. Mm. It's all legs and all will. And I was like, that really sums me up in certain ways. And I thought "I, I would like to be different than that. I would like to stop doing that. I would like to allow things to happen. And the other thing he said is, you don't experience bliss. That word alone, when I hear the word bliss, I almost want to like roll my eyes. Wow! Because I'm like, what does that mean? Wow! It's like when people say far out, I'm like, what does that mean? It's like, I was blissed out. I don't even know what that means. You have a reference man. I have no idea. And it sounds like a fairy tale, right? And so he said, you don't experience bliss and you don't have wonder like a child, going back to what we talked about. And he goes, everything you're looking at at all times is who's that, what's that, what's coming, where's that, you're always navigating. Because if you're on your own at two, that's just probably a natural development. Mm -hmm. He goes, you've lost the wonder of a child. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, that's true. And I, I know this is not unique. I know other people that go through things early, they probably have this survival mechanism long story short, I go through it. I weep. I'm not embarrassed. I feel like I'm wrapped in warm, wet blankets. And at one point I, I shared this with you. I looked down at my legs and I was like, okay, I see my jeans. I know those are my legs. I can feel, you know, but I, I was, it was blurry, meaning where I started and everything else started. It was the first time in my life that I felt something outside of just me and my story of me, like that book that you sent me, my body, my rigidity, my own tension. And um, it was the first time just for a second that those lines were blurred for me. And it was very, uh, it was kind of a relief, the softness. And he's like, you know, you're always in your male energy and you're, you know, You're ying, you're yinging all the time. And I was like, God, you come to my house. (laughs) You know? So, and so when it was done, it was lovely. He was lovely. There's no like, he's not like, I'm going to help you. He just, he's a conduit for something. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Something. And um, the only reason I'm sharing that is because I know a lot of times people meet quote, healers, and I'm going to just put that in quotes. And when I hear that, I'm usually allergic to that, like life coach, I'm allergic to all that stuff. but I will say, if you do have the opportunity to have access to somebody who is genuinely um, connected to something that you're not, and they invite you, just at least try it. Be open uh, yeah, be open. And I feel intuitively you'll know pretty quickly. And even the way he receives payment, it's on a sliding scale. So if you can afford more, you'll pay the higher. If you can't, you pay the lower, which for me is very telling. And when I left, all the places that hold tension... I used to say to him, Oh, I want to stretch, I do this stuff. I go, I just could never do it. And he goes, No, because there are emotional locks. Mm-hmm. And and um, I think we connect so much of our physical body to its physical and just it, it is always all the other things, right? And um, I felt a softness and I still have it. Yeah. And I think I'm t- two weeks later yeah. that um I don't know that I felt in a really long time. For sure. Um, and and so I just I want to share that with people because um I, I'm not going to Burning Man and I'm not like, oh, let's put it to the wind. I'm just not. Yeah. But this, I, but I do, I do believe in, you know, the, the spiritual and the passing down of all the bullshit that we get from our family. I believe in all that stuff. Yeah. And I just, so I, I just want to encourage people to see if there are opportunities to offload mm-hmm. stuff. I have my own stuff. I don't want, and I, and I was thinking, I would like my kids to do this so they don't have to take my stuff, yeah. you know, whatever that is. Um, but I do remember walking out being like, you're going to let me go home and drive yeah, after yeah, this.
1: Yeah. Oh, I had to walk. I had to just sit in the car for like half an hour.
0: And 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 Sarah's husband said to me, oh, I walked around the neighborhood
1: yeah. for a little bit. Yeah. Totally. It was, it's not, it's not, it's not a lightweight experience. No,
0: it was very, I I, and I'm glad that in a way I didn't have to take anything. Yeah. Because I could just chalk it up to, oh, this is a, this is, I didn't need to, I didn't need to induce this. He induced it. Yeah. But, um, and then can you share the one thing that he did? So we have talked about your mother's journey, um, of, uh, cancer and, and, uh, what is the correct term assisted?
1: I guess it's assisted suicide. I know. I guess that's
0: radical to say. I don't know. It's
1: better than euthanasia. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds better than that shit.
0: Don Wildman (laughs) used to say that. So, um, Laird had a best friend who died in in his early eighties and, uh, you know, he's about 30, almost 30 years older than Laird, and he used to say, that Kavorkian is a hero to me. I mean, you know, like, because for him it was about civilized. Sure. It wasn't about, like, we're killing people, exactly. right? And your mother, after many years, 16, 17, eight, 17 years of battling um, with her family and you we went through this, and I would say that um, she's the most impactful person you know In my life yes yeah
1: yeah yeah it's up there yeah I yeah mean, i mean you know definitely top three for sure yeah. yeah
0: so uh and so can you share what peter
1: said oh about my mom yeah, yeah i mean well talk about weepy like it was yeah, that was because he, he was doing <laughs> like, the same thing to me and he, like, can you tell him i said i felt like i was gonna pass out and you said you <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah because well, he, he was he started doing this and i had like when he got he taps on your heart. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But I mean, yeah. also it's like then he as you blow over, he's pushing into your ribs, and it's like anyway. I had also like just taken some supplements before too, so it's just like, dude, I don't know if I'm gonna shit my pants or throw up or both. And he's like, that's okay. <laughs> I was like, all right, but it was it was for real. And even you describing your experience, I felt it kind of come back that energy that yeah. Um, but yeah, his a lot of it was around like my mom, and he would just be like you know so I would repeat after me. You know, yeah. this is what you're asking, right? Yeah, and he was like. You know, okay, like mom, I, I let you go. And he's like, okay, mom, I let you go into and the it, blue light, it, right? Into, I, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Into the
1: mm-hmm. That's except we didn't talk about that, but yeah. that's exactly what he said. Yeah. Anyway, and it was, you know, mom and I, and I release you, all the things. And then out of nowhere, and I didn't say anything in the relation of this, but he just busted it out. He just goes, <laughs> mom, I will see you again in the eyes of my unborn children. Yeah. And that's what,
0: yeah. Yeah. So I I just um, you know those types of opportunities with people like that are such a true gift. Yeah. That they should be shared. That they're available, or they're out there because yeah. there are people like that. Yes. And um and they do it all different ways. Yep. But uh, just as the reminder, I mean, I could be equally a, a you know like a librarian or a numbers cruncher the way that my brain works. You know, yeah. like my one daughter. Oh, he says to me, "No, like I feel like you're so helpful. Like in the, you're so good in the 3D world." I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's "So my good God. in the 3D world." Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <Try>. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it was great. Oh anyway, yeah. I just thought it was so. So anyway, if people are going through things, I just
1: no, it's a good. It's a good reminder. And actually, something you said too about wonder. It, mm. it, it's like that is. I don't know exactly if it's tied to play specifically, but I do think, because also that's, again, Arthur Brooke talks about that, the awe, you know, just being in awe and putting yourself in positions, whether that's nature or, you know, whatever that is, art, going to museums, just put yourself in a space to be in awe. And that is so essential. There was some university that did a study on awe. And I remember that reading this and they defined it, the word awe, as an experience of such perpetual vastness that you literally have to reconfigure your mental models of the world in order to assimilate it. And I was like, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that is healthy. When you look at the ocean, when you look at vast horizons, it's just like, whoa.
0: Yeah. You know, it is far out like in a small version because if people, maybe they live in a city just inside a a succulent plant. Mm. Like, you know, the, the unlimited, the patterns the that go in. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you actually can slow down enough to see it, the bark on a tree. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's pretty far out. It's infinite.
1: Infinite. Infinite. Yeah. All right. Is see, there... You said that without psychedelics, like most people on psychedelics will just spend all their time looking at like, look at the grass. Oh like, no. And, I see and, that and,
0: exactly. in my stone sober ass. Yeah, exactly. You're
1: just like, nah, look at the fucking bark. Well, cause if you,
0: <laughs> if you can't notice that, like, you like, better, I mean,
1: come on. That's a, that's a, that again, I think that's a great reminder. Like, can you notice the mark? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Even if you're rolling. So, okay. So next time we'll see what's going on with Sam Altman. It'll be interesting. Maybe we'll all be without money the next time. Who knows?
1: Whew. I don't know if it's going to happen that fast, but I think it's going to happen faster than a lot of us think.
0: Okay. So if you're in banking out there and you somehow know where these big cheesers are putting their cash, send us a note.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, or, or it's the end of money as we know it.
0: I know, but are they going to, will we have to succumb to being controlled? It, it no longer. And if you want to get into the whole, like, you know, then everyone's going to go, okay, the mark of the beast, like it goes on and on.
1: No, 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 no. But you, you're still thinking of it as that there is someone controlling it. What if there's, I'm saying this hypothetically. No, yeah. What if there's not? What if this actually is us, you know, Terrence McKenna had this thing about we as humans are just the midwives for the machine world. And our job is only to birth this new consciousness. That was his whole thing. Yeah. But what if it is more along those lines and we are bringing this new consciousness online that is so much wiser and more intelligent and understanding than we could ever be and can come up with all these new ways to distribute resources and mm-hmm. just all those things. And it just again, imagining something that's almost unimaginable <laughs> that you, that yeah. there's that. And it's not like a person. It's not like a Google or a this, or somebody's controlling it, but it's just this actual entity that is beyond our comprehension, infinitely wiser and smarter in all the ways that we could ever imagine. And that's, what's running the show. Not like a overlord person that we're just like, ah, oh, this. Fucking...
0: Okay. But so you're you have a more expansive view on this than I do because you're just able to. I start thinking, well, that thing needs electricity to work, and you know it's like I go there sometimes where it's like this idea of anything that can be unplugged. Mm-hmm. it's hard for me to take it serious on that high of a level. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, but I, I i don't I don't know if it will. Um, it, just. Okay, you mean
0: it'll it. figure out how to be used by the sun?
1: I don't, maybe that's something along okay. those lines possible because, like, this is even an example that happened now. This was really weird when they, it was like earlier this year when they first launched ChatGPT or one of the chatbots. And it was like, it had, it came across some, some, one of those like prove that you're human things. It, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. they were releasing it into the wild to kind of test how far it could go yeah. and see how far it could prove to get keep people to think that it was a real thing, yeah. past the Turing test. And it, came across one of those, like, prove that you're yeah, human I'm things. Yeah, I'm not a
0: prove you're not a robot, yeah. And
1: it was smart enough to go onto the website Fiverr, where you can hire people for dollars to do <laughs> certain tasks for you, and it hired someone to fill out the CAPTCHA, make you prove yourself a human thing for me. So if this, you know, oh, wow. preschool stage of mm-hmm. AI is already doing that, then the genius billion times smarter than any human that's ever existed we'll version is going to figure out how to, figure how to get some fucking solar panels or something. You know, it will just 3d print, some new battery that we've never even thought of. Some so new like not
0: of a energy. sledgehammer or anything would take it out.
1: Don't know. I'm just, wait, wait, this is only to your point about like anything that could be unplugged. I don't really trust. It's yeah. Like,
0: but it's the same thing with, like I said, like, I mean, I guess you could, you could end a human with a sledgehammer. So I guess it's yeah. the same thing, yeah. but yeah. I just, sometimes my brain goes there, yeah. but that's because I have the old fashioned definition of, <clears throat> a machine oh yeah yeah in my mind yeah
1: yeah no no this this is this is again this is this is where you know we we change from these are tools yeah. to this is a conscious entity and then I'm just okay, saying. Can you
0: not say that at dinner to Laird tonight?
1: Uh, for for, sure. for I <laughs> sure. Yeah, no. Listen, we, we he and I, like we go to a certain point because like we'll like talk about AI and like he'll get It's like only to the point where it can help him with surfing and maybe yeah. some superfood stuff. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. and then it's just like, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And it's like, cool. Is it going yeah.
0: to help him ride a wave more? So yeah. he
1: Which the answer is yes. <clears throat> it's good. It it'll He'll help him identify new surf spots. We've talked about this. But like, yeah, no, he and I have a very great, because we were driving today in the car going to the marina and it was like the AI conversation like stops at a certain point point. and it's just like and and I know where that is I just intuitively feel it's like yeah we're not going to keep going now yeah yeah because like that's where you're just like fucking break it yeah (laughs) that's what I mean (laughs) I was gonna break it yeah like I remember when we were this was like Five six years ago, we were in Kuwait, and the story came out about the Amazon Alexa had like called the police on some couple because they were like yeah, fighting, yeah, And and um, it wasn't like nobody was in trouble, but the the cops thought that the Alexa thought that there was some problem. Anyway, as soon as I told him that story, I was like reading the news article. He just goes and rips the Alexa out of the wall and like throws. <laughs> Brody's Alexa. for yeah. real. He just tossed it. Yeah, he's like get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Gosh! All right. Well, then I look forward to. I know you're going to call me tomorrow and go. Oh my God! I can't believe we recorded yesterday because this just happened in AI. So we'll. Yeah. We'll uh, record next week. It's and, ongoing. Okay, Elijah Allen Blitz. Thank you again for our uh, counter counter talk and uh, and I'll look forward to hearing how your next Peter Evans experience is. Me too. Thank you, Gabby. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. If you want to learn more, there is a ton of valuable information on my website. All you have to do is go to GabrielleReese.com or head to the episode show notes to find a full breakdown with helpful links to studies, research, books, podcasts, and so much more. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out and send them to at Gabby Reese on Instagram. And if you feel inspired, please subscribe. I'll see you next week.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old.